0: Adam Pengearly from the City Morning Herald. Good morning, how are you? Good morning. Do you know Big John?
1: I've got no idea who Darren was talking about. wouldn't have a clue, but he sounds like an intriguing character. I'll give him that.
0: Okay. Uh, some news in regards to a couple of significant gallopers. Alligator Blood, also some news on Gigakick Kick as well. He's got mm. a crucial scan early next week, but uh, this is uh, an, a very unfortunate story concerning the seven-time Group One winner. Yeah,
1: horrible news, Mido. He's going to miss... The best part of the next year, you'd imagine, with a passing injury, Gabe Waterhouse and Adrian Bott found that injury after his barrier trial in Sydney last week, which is going to rule him out for the entire Autumn Carnival, obviously. I'd imagine he's going to be missing the spring, and you'd have to say, given his age, his racing career has got to be in some sort of serious doubt at the moment. So, not great news. He's been a stalwart of the racing scene in Australia. The wait for age ranks for the last two or three years now, obviously picked up a number of group ones. But you've got to think, me you know, he did have that serious, serious back injury when he was a lot younger. And... I think me, most people, me included, thought he was done back then. He's come back and had a new lease of life with the with new stable and, and done some fantastic things. So maybe the chance of him coming back, we just probably won't see him for pretty much all of 2024 20, 20, 20, now, which is, a, which is a real shame. Does Ryan Moore want to come back out and ride in the slipper this year, does he? Yeah, that's the mail odds from Coolmore that he, he's been keeping an eye on the proceedings, heading up to the slipper. And obviously Switzerland debuted for Coolmore last week and Chris Wallen was extremely impressive winning at Randwick. So... Given that Ryan won the race on Shinzo last year, there's obviously no doubt why he'd want to come back here and, and try and win it again. I, I, I just reckon, what do you think James McDonald thinks about it all? Because he was booked to ride this horse last week before it was scratched and saved for, for last Saturday. And then obviously given he had to go to New Zealand, Karen McAvoy picked up the ride. So I reckon Jay Mac be thinking, hang on a minute, mate. I, I, I was booked to ride this horse on its initial start or planned debut and didn't come through. So I still want to be on this horse. But no doubt Ryan Moore is laying the groundwork with Coolmore to to try and get that right. His, his contract is a cool more obviously he heads all around the world to, to ride their horses, whether it be Europe or America or on the occasional trip down to Australia for a big race meeting like the slipper or the Melbourne cup. So yeah, that might be a fascinating
0: watch in the next few weeks. We've got the Whedon. Uh, I see lady of Camelot. $2.50 is the favorite there. The Kenanbury. This is all in markets. Of course, there's uh, three at $3.50 at the moment, Fearless Menos Prost for the Kedenbury there on Saturday. So the two-year-old picture, big few weeks ahead.
1: Yeah, it's go time, Mido, isn't it at the moment? Uh, things are really heading up towards the slipper. And so the very quick glance at the nominations for these two races um, on the weekend last night. And good set of nominations, seeing a few horses that are returning who debuted in the in the Breeders' Plate and the Gym Crack Stakes, obviously. Manal from Michael Freeman, who was so impressive winning that Gym Crack. And, Snuck under the punter's guards a little bit. There's obviously holds uh, a nomination for the win stakes. But Gay and Asia both got Lady Camelot and Alinea there, and very keen to see how Gay and Adrian's colt Cross goes in the in the Canterbury as well. He was pretty good in the Breeders' Plate on debut, so. Tully Lodge has been absolutely on firing on all cylinders with the two-year-olds and no doubt they'll be uh, among the th- thicker things again on the weekends.
2: Adam, we're talking about the Tigers this morning, buddy. What's your take on their preseason? Uh, how Benji's handled things so far and what do you see as a pass mark for them this year? How many wins do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I, I like everything I'm hearing from Benji Clarky. to be honest. He's, he's talking a really good game. and He seems like he's really drawn a line in the sand and set some really high standards for that, that squad and... It's preseason. Everyone, everyone's training yeah. harder. They're fitter, stronger, and you know better than what they were last year. I, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit harsher than what what Lodge said earlier this morning. I think a pass mark for them is probably eight to ten wins. Um, I, I, have they got them in them? I'm not sure, but I think they've got a, they've got to aim for that eight to ten win mark. It's still not going to be good enough to make the finals, obviously, but. I reckon a pass mark for them has to be anywhere between that sort of 10th, 11th, 12th. Somewhere around there would be a really good pass mark for them. I know most people will say, well, if you don't make the finals, it's a failure. I just don't think they've got the squad currently right now to, to make the finals. But I think they're capable of trying to get around that eight-win mark. If they push up to nine or 10, I think that would be a pretty successful first year for Benji.
0: What do you think's the bigger narrative out of these three? Wayne Bennett and what he will do next year, James Tedesco and whether he'll be picked again in rep footy and for New South Wales or Benji in the progress there under the Tigers?
1: Uh, I'll say Wayne Bennett, Nido, mm. um, Just because I think Wayne Bennett will go all season long. Um, and you know what Wayne's like with the media. <laughs> he'll be driving it better than anyone himself. So we mm. will be interesting to see how that plays out. I, just, I don't know. I can't get a read on what he's going to do next year. And Loz probably knows better than me. But he, he, he'll want to coach. There's no way he'll want to go into a uh, you know, front office job or take a step back in a director of footy role. He's a he's a coach. That's what he loves doing. So he'll be angling for some sort of job somewhere. Will he coached New Zealand, Adam. It's a fascinating one, Laws. Is it enough to keep him engaged, like coaching mm. three games a year? No, probably not. Not at all.
0: <laughs> probably,
1: I, I, I would not, I, I, no. I would say no. Like I, I think he'll want to have his hands on the wheel, coaching on a day to day basis in in club footy. So I think he'll sit back he'll he'll wait for the first ten or twelve weeks of this year yeah. and we all know how it works Lodge. if, if, it's a, if it's a club that's underperforming there's a coach under pressure then naturally his name's going to be thrown yeah. into the mix oh, you would yeah. think and, yeah. and 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 then that's when it's going to really heat up and Wayne's a master tactician he's a master politician he, he knows how to oh. he knows how to move himself into positions and that and there's a chance that he's going to end up with a very good job in twenty twenty five so There'll be a couple of nervous coaches, I reckon, looking over their shoulder if their team doesn't start well in the first couple of months of the year, just because they know Wayne Bennett's a free agent. Yeah, I know he's a free agent, but... Yeah, I know everyone's always under pressure,
2: but I I, I don't know whether there's one there that is under as much pressure as some of the ones that were last year. Yeah, I think that's a very fair call, Oz. I think there was a lot more... uh, Uncertainty last year, I reckon. Yes. 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 You're right. This year there seems to be more stability in the coaching ranks.
1: Yep, you're right. But, you know, yeah. there's always going to we'll be see. a couple teams <laughs> <that under
2: before. laughs> We'll see after six weeks, man.
0: <laughs> well, well, mate,
2: no, well, there's you, one look at, well, well, you look at the Tigers? Change your coach. Dragons, yep. change your coach. Yep. Bulldogs, Cameron Serraldo, he'll be there. They won't be getting rid okay. of Cameron Serraldo. Desi's just signed with the Titans. You've got Wayne at the Dolphins. You've got... Uh, what, South, who we think will improve? Yeah, but what if they, they don't? Well, he's just South. signed a 2 year deal.
0: Yeah, mate. if have uh, heard that, that you know, before. If, if that squad does what they did at the back end of season yeah. 2023, you can't tell me he'll be there at the end of the season. I'm saying if they bomb out. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but I, I think there's more stability <laughs> in the coaching ranks this year. Yeah. As, yeah, it it as, as it stands now to what it, it was. Signed, well, they? Well, Adam, I can remember this was a conversation everyone was having and there was a number of coaches in the firing mm. line.
1: Mm. Whereas it doesn't seem test. to be like that this year. I, I, I really like Todd Payton as a coach. Can I throw the Cowboys into the mix? Why don't the Cowboys have a really rough year again this year? Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. We're talking ifs. But you, yeah, ifs. ifs
2: but for sure. Yeah. I, I, take I, I think he is. might be safe, though, for another mm. year. But anyhow, we, we're unsure of what will happen.
0: All right, right, got to get to the news. So thank you, Adam. Have a great okay. day. Thanks, boys.